Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. It's it's Monday. It's a beautiful Monday, right? Like wherever you are, it's got to be a beautiful Monday. I know it's beautiful here because it's St. George and it's literally always beautiful. In fact, this week, Dar- Darcy and the kids and I, we sat down at dinner tonight and we were like, okay, what do we want to do for our, our, you know, our family activity this week? What's this going to look like? And we decided to go to Snow Canyon and go hiking in the, you know, in the beautiful trails there in Snow Canyon, uh, I think on Thursday. So, Hey, if you're in St. George and you want to go hiking on Thursday in Snow Canyon with us, you just hit me up. Send me an email, Zach at ZachSpafford.com. Before we get going on this week's topic, I just wanted to share with you one of the reviews that somebody put up on the on the podcast, on Apple Podcasts. And, and if you want to review us on Apple Podcasts, we'd love that. But I want to share this review because I just it really made my day when Darcy showed it to me. Darcy actually tracks the the uh, the podcast reviews much more closely than I do. But she it uh, so this review it says my thoughts are finally starting to shift. And this is from Limonite23. He he said Limonite with a y instead of a. So I, I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced, but it says my thoughts are finally starting to shift. I've listened to a lot of life coaches, but Zach has put things in a way that my brain really matches onto. My struggle is with overeating, and everything he teaches is perfectly applicable. Man, what an awesome review. Thank you so much, Limonite23. You're amazing. We love, 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 love doing this podcast. We're so grateful for the opportunity to do it. We're so grateful to be able to share this with so many people because it, it really is a blessing to us. We have been, you know, we've been really blessed to be able to not only just have this podcast really take off in the last year and a half, but for it to still be, you know, lot, we, we get about 1,000 to 1,500 downloads every single week. So, you know, we're clipping right along, and I think that we are really making a big difference uh, for a lot of people. So even if you haven't put a, you know, a, a beautiful review like this on Apple Podcasts for us. We're so grateful that you listen and we're so grateful that you, you know, continue to come back each week to listen to me, to listen to Darcy and really we hope that what we are doing helps you. And if you have something you want us to talk about here on the podcast, please let me know. I would love to get your feedback, get whatever it is that you think we could do to help you move forward in your, you know, in your life. All right, so this week we are going to talk about you're addicted to pornography, right? That's right. That's why you listen to this podcast, because you're an addict. Is that is that true? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's interesting, right? So we were doing the monthly webinar, and if you guys uh, participate in the monthly webinars, they're free webinars that we do every single month. You can go to the 
page on our website to check that out if you feel like it and you can register for the next webinar. But in the monthly webinar this last month, I was coaching someone and his thought was the addiction causes problems. So this is what his belief was. His belief was the addiction causes problems. And I thought, you know, that's such an interesting way to think about what's happening for us. And then that created a feeling of stress. So now we have this person who he believes that he is really, he's at the mercy of the addiction, right? The addiction causes problems. That's based, you know, that's basically saying this addiction has control over my life and it creates its own weather system, right? Just like <laughs> we used to live in Milwaukee and I grew up in Chicago and the lake effect is what they call it. So there's, you know, the Lake Michigan has what they call lake effect snow. So anywhere within probably 50 miles of the lake, it's a different weather system than when you go further inland. And that's kind of what we're saying here with the addiction causes problems is that this thing, pornography viewing has its own weather system and that it owns that space and it creates its own set of problems all by itself, right? And I think it's interesting because I think in a lot of ways we oftentimes, we use this this language as a way to both make sure that we are kind of speaking in a, you know, in a similar way to each other, right? So somebody comes up to you and they say, hey, I'm addicted to pornography. Uh, or if you said to your bishop, hey, I'm addicted to pornography, it's almost like you have this common understanding of the way that the language is actually used. And I just, I want to be a, just really clear that when we use language and we make it mean certain things or it means certain things in real terms, it begins to really create the reality that we live. So I want to just kind of talk about this in a couple of really concrete ways. First of all, the addiction causes problems. Addiction in a lot of ways means that I'm not responsible for my actions. When I say, you know, when we sit down in those 12-step meetings and we go, hi, my name is Zach and I'm an addict, what we're saying is I'm not responsible wholly for my behavior. I'm an addict. There is this thing within inside of me that I don't have control over, right? The addiction causes problems. I can't control this thing. And I just want to be really aware of what that means because if if let's say that you are an addict, let's just pretend for like two seconds that you are an addict. What does that mean? It doesn't really mean anything other than you have a, an issue, something that you continue to do that you want to stop doing. So if we look at it from its real base core reality, it doesn't matter whether you're an addict or you're not an addict when it comes to pornography because you, you still want to quit looking at pornography. You know, if you feel like, you know, pornography is contrary to my moral compass and that's not who I want to be, whether I'm an addict or I'm not an addict is kind of irrelevant. It doesn't matter if you're an addict. It only matters if you have a behavior and that behavior is something that you want to leave behind. And if we begin to look at it in those terms, we start to reduce, I think, one, the stigma. We start to reduce the power of it, right? We stop thinking things like the addiction causes problems. Well, now it's I have a behavior that, that I choose which is causing problems. Now we take it from being outside of us, the addiction, to inside of us, I have a behavior that I choose, 
right? Now, now it's actually my responsibility, this behavior, and it is causing problems. It, the problems may not be any different, right? Your, your wife might be mad regardless of whether you call yourself an addict or you, whether you say, I have this behavior that I'm choosing. But now we've removed that barrier or that separation from us and our behavior, and we've taken it inside and we own that behavior in a, in a different way. And just try that on this week. Maybe it'll be helpful. Maybe it won't be. But I hope that when you think about addiction, you know you are thinking about it differently now than you were the last time we talked. The next thing is, I think that you know using the terminology addiction can kind of be a rationalization that our brain offers when we want to believe we're a good person, even though we don't always live up to our values. And this is so awesome, right? Because our brain is trying to take care of us. This is what our brain does. It tries to take care of us. It tries to tell us, hey, you know, you're still a good person, even if there's this behavior that doesn't actually match up with your belief systems that you're engaging in. And so if we say, I'm an addict, what we're doing is, again, we're separating ourselves from that behavior in a, in, in a way and creating an ability to, in many ways, rationalize. And I, and I don't mean this in a negative way. I, I, I want you to be aware. I love you guys. And I want you to just be aware of what your brain is doing for you. And this is totally natural. This is a, you know, <laughs> right? Like when we cut someone off in traffic, we don't think, oh, I'm a horrible person, even though that guy's like blaring on his horn and flipping us off as 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 happens more regularly in Utah than you might think it, it ought to, right? Uh, but we don't think, oh, I'm a horrible person. We might think, well, that was the only way I could get in or that guy was being a jerk. or Like we, we rationalize our behavior even if on the other end of that we would do the same thing as the other guy. We'd be mad and we'd be like, you know, laying on our horn and flipping him off. So just be aware that sometimes when we offer our brain these ideas or our brain offers us these ideas that it's about protecting us from who we're being it's about helping us really maintain a sense of self and a sense of i'm i'm really a good person even though our behavior does not match our definition of being a good person and i think some of us think we know exactly what we mean when we say this is my definition of what who i am and what i'm you know what it is for me to be a good person and all that Uh, And I would say that you're probably wrong. (laughs) And I don't mean that in a mean way. I think we kind of all have like a sense of who we are and what we're we're trying to do. But we probably don't have a real concrete agreement of this is what it looks like when I make certain things a priority, like I make my life a priority, my own personal life, or I make my wife a priority, or I make uh, my church or my God or whatever a priority or my kids a priority or my work a priority. Like we say, oh yeah, those are my priorities and I totally know what that means. But you probably don't really know what that means. Uh, and let me kind of give you an example. So if you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, there are probably a thousand I statements that you could make to tell anyone that you meet what it means to make your Heavenly Father a priority and to be a member of the church. Uh, so things like, I believe in the atonement of Jesus Christ, or I, uh, I take on callings in the church so that I can serve others, right? But there are, you know, and there are really important things like that. And then there are really mundane things 
that really, you know, kind of convey the reality of the culture that we live. For instance, I wear a white shirt and tie to church. Now, that, that has nothing to do with anything, and yet it's part of who we are. It's part of the identity that we take on when we become a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in the United States, at the very least, and we make it a priority in our lives. And you never say those things to people, right? You, like, you, don't, you, you don't go, oh, let me tell you all the things that it means for me to make the church a priority. But in the back of your mind, all of these I statements really define what it means to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And you'll know what I mean when, when I say, like, I don't drink coffee. That's a very specific thing to members of the, of the church, especially. But it also really is one of those things that we could pull out of a hat anytime if someone is like, oh, what does it mean to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, right? Like you could say, hi, I'm a member. They'd be like, I don't know what that means. I don't know anything about it. And then you could say all these things. Um, the, the Articles of Faith are a really good example of this. It's we believe and we believe and we believe, right? And you could change we to I, and that would that would be exactly the same thing that we're doing here. Uh, and most people don't do this in their lives. In fact, this is what we're doing in the membership this month is we're talking about, you know, what does it actually mean to make the things that are priorities in your life's priorities? So if we switch and we go to how do I make myself a priority? So one of the things that we talked about in the membership or that that's the master class in the membership this month is making myself a priority. And I think that's a really important thing because we don't really do a lot of that. We kind of like let our lives take over. And when it means for me, what it means to make myself a priority, it is, um, you know, I have a whole list of things, right? And I'm just going to pull out a couple here. Uh, I travel to places I love. Now, some of these things are going to be aspirational. They're going to be things that we really want to be true. And when we believe that they're true, we try our best to make them happen, but that we don't always succeed at doing it. Uh, like, for instance, I haven't really done a lot of traveling since I got married. My wife is not very much of a traveler, uh, even though I have that spirit of adventure and I would love to just go and see the world. And so I believe this. In fact, I really just put this down recently because I'm like, this is not just something I want to be true uh, in the future. I want that to be true now and I'm starting to make it true. I also put down, I learn from my mistakes. Uh, I also put down this one I, I love because you're, if you have ever had to defend your religious beliefs to somebody and it gets really uncomfortable and awkward and you're like, no, I'm not backing down from that. So I put this one down because I, I feel like this embodies that, that sense of reality that we have to live through. Like when we, when we defend our religious beliefs, but also when we just try to accomplish something in our own personal lives. And that is, I'm willing to be as uncomfortable as it takes to achieve my goals. And that just kind of putting these down on paper begins this process of changing the calculus that we have, changing the belief structure that we put together that sometimes allows us to, you know, move away from our, you know, our moral compass and turn to pornography or turn to excessive eating or turn to video gaming or whatever it is that we're trying to quit. And when we put these things down in concrete paper and we write them down and we say, this is who I am and this is what I believe being me means, 
then all of a sudden, we're not just like, oh, I can do whatever I want and it doesn't matter in that moment when pornography kind of takes a hold of us and we are like, our brain is telling us some lies and we're believing them and we're feeling excited and we're going down that rabbit hole to, uh, to viewing pornography. We can start to step back from that and go, wait, where does that lie? Where does that idea, the addiction causes problems, fit into my belief structure of, about who I am? And if it doesn't fit into that belief structure, what could be more true in that moment? What might be more true than the addiction causes problems? And do I want to go down this path or do I want to change paths and go more closely to my belief structures? And this is really, uh, you know, I think this is a significant work. I, I have been working on this probably for a few months now. I, I started this, and I, I've talked about this on podcasts and other things, these top five priorities. But I really, in the last couple of months, really started to, like, write down the I statements. And every single one of these, I think, is an I statement. You, you know, reach out to me if you think there's, like, something that's not, that could be other than an I statement under these priorities, how you make these things priorities in your life. And I have I have really begun the process of redefining who I am, redefining who I want to be all of the time. Uh, you know, simple things like I make our home a holy place. I exercise regularly, which I didn't used to believe that. In fact, if you'd have been like, hey, let's go running, I'd have been like, um, let's not. That's dumb. There's no ball to chase. <laughs> or, you know, if you were like, let's go, let's go to the gym and lift some weights. And I'd be like, oh, so what you want to do is you want to go to this place where you pick things up and then you put them right back down. And then you pick it up again and you just keep doing that. And I would totally make fun of you for going to the gym and lifting weights. And now I have like this home gym in, in my garage that I use to lift weights. Not because... <laughs> well, mostly because I I want to be someone who exercises regularly and eats healthy and I do the things that I enjoy and being healthy is one of the things that I enjoy. Another thing that for years um I have <laughs> I have had my name tossed around for years in terms of, you know, maybe for a bishopric. And I have always said I don't want to be in a bishopric. And I'm not saying that I do want to be in a bishopric. What I'm saying is I have recently, like in the last probably three weeks, changed what my belief structure was from I don't ever want to be in a bishopric, (laughs) notwithstanding that I've already been in a bishopric, uh, to I am willing to do what the Lord is asking me to do. And I know that seems maybe silly or not a very big deal, but when we start to define these things, when we start to build the new belief structures that we want, we stop running away from things that we don't want, like pornography or overeating, and we start running towards the things that we do want. And that, that is the magic of this. That is what creates the reality that we want. That is what creates the person that we want to be. So I hope this is helpful. I hope that you can look at these simple beliefs and just think about them differently. See if any of them are not helping you be the person you want to be and start defining who it is that you want to be. And please do come to the webinar this coming month. It'll be on the 23rd, Sunday night. On the, uh, and we love 
having you guys register on the website at zackspafford.com. Love to see you there. All right, you guys, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Imagine you sitting next to your loved one and no longer bogged down by the greatest trial of your life. Each month, I offer a free webinar that you can attend where you can get your questions answered about how you can break free from pornography use. Take a moment now and go to the website, zackspafford.com slash free call, and you can sign up for free. You don't want to miss out on this amazing opportunity to ask questions, learn a new skill, and even get coached live if you like. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills That Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and... If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.